The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, presenting America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And now let's see what's going on in the Nelson family. All right, boys, everybody up. David! Ricky! Ozzie! It's no wonder mothers get weary. After getting them up, getting them dressed, getting them fed, Harriet gets her little family started on the daily routine. Hurry up, gang. It's time you were leaving. Okay, Mom. Here I go. That was 10-year-old David sliding down the banister. Ricky, I'll bet you can't do that. Yes, I can. Followed by 6-year-old Ricky. I bet Pop can. Oh, no. Well, Harriet? By golly, she did it. And side saddle, too. Y'all ready for school, fellas? Yes, Mother. You have your homework, David, and your milk money? Yes, ma'am. I'm all ready, too, Mother. Let's see. Well, surprise, surprise, your face is clean. I tried soap this morning. Picked a fine time to start now that's getting scarce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but see how nice he looks, Daddy. Hair combed and everything. I even washed my ears. You sure? Let's see. Ah, yeah. He left the soap in him to prove it. <laughs> Mother's very proud of you, Ricky. You're getting to be a fine big fella. You guys better get started for school, hadn't you? Okay, Pop. Come on, my fine big fellow. Bye, Mom. Go on, Pop. So long, Bye, boys. fellas. Well, there they go. Mm-hmm. Say, Harriet. Yes? Uh, don't you think maybe we were praising Ricky a little too much about his appearance? What makes you say that, dear? Well, it just occurred to me we made such a fuss over him, we might have hurt David's feelings. Oh, I don't think so. Although, I'll grant you, it is something we should be careful about. And David's such a good little guy, I'd hate to have him feel neglected. Oh, now, Ozzy, I'm sure it wasn't as bad as all that. Oh, well, nevertheless, a ten-year-old boy can be pretty sensitive, you know. Oh, I think I'll be home a little early today, dear. Oh, that's good. You better take your coat. It's pretty chilly. I will. And Ozzy. Yeah? In case you're sensitive, you look very nice, too. Oh, thank you. Thorny. Home a little early today, aren't you? Yeah, well, I thought as long as it's so nice out, I'd clean up this lawn a little, rake up some of these leaves. Well, I won't get too mad if you make a little mistake and clean up my side of the lawn, too. Oh, I can't. That's where I'm throwing all the rubbish. <laughs> Say, you know, that little Ricky of yours is all right. What do you mean? Don't tell me he hasn't told you. Julie came home yesterday all excited about it. Well, what happened? Well, you know, they had one of those creative aptitude tests at the school yesterday. Yeah. Ricky drew a bridge for his project and won a silver star for third prize in his class. How about that? He never even told us about it. Pretty smart kid, that Ricky. You know, he really is, Thorny. Yeah, of course, I know every parent thinks his children are smart, but <laughs> did I ever tell you what Ricky once said to the milkman? <laughs> the milkman... Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh uh, well, there's another story about... Oh, he's about four years old, I think, and he saw David leaving for school... You told me that one, too, uh... Did I tell you about when he was two years old and he saw a dog for the first time? No. Oh, well, this dog... Harriet did. <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you. Yeah, give Fine. Ricky my congratulations. I will. Well, say, you know, I've heard about these aptitude tests before. They're very accurate. 
supposed to prove beyond a doubt. How did your little daughter Julie come out? Oh, uh, uh, she uh, told me, but I forgot. Oh. Well, anyway, she's pretty, and I wouldn't take these tests too seriously. Oh, as a matter of fact, Julie's pretty good at school. She'll manage all right. Anyway, my mother always used to say that a girl should be pretty and a boy should be smart. I guess that's right. And Ricky is smart. You see that wagon he built practically by himself? Yeah, yeah. he pulls Julie around in it every day. Yeah, I guess she'll manage all right. <laughs> As long as he's smart and she's pretty, I guess it comes out even. <laughs> Imagine that Julie getting Ricky to pull her around all day in his wagon. She's only five years old. I mean, where she learned such things? <laughs> oh, by the way, did your boy Will take the aptitude test? Uh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's how I happened to go over to the school today. The, uh, the principal called me up. <laughs> it seems that Will has developed quite an aptitude for penmanship. Oh? Yes, they got to checking the handwriting on the tests and discovered who had written the Kilroy was here signs on the basement wall. <laughs> I'll see you later, Oz. Oh, you're all in here. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Hi, Hi, Pop. Boys are just going to have some milk and cookies. You care for some? Just as soon as I get my coat off. Well, congratulations, Ricky. Congratulations. What do you do? Harriet, I'm proud to announce that our son, Eric Nelson, age six, won third prize in his class in an aptitude test at school. Ricky, why didn't you tell me? That's wonderful. It is? Mr. Thornberry says it was for a bridge you drew. Did you bring it home with you? Yeah, but I can't show it to you. Why not? I got my gum drop wrapped up in it. Ricky Nelson, I want that drawing. I'm going to show it to Grandma, the Thornberrys, the Johnsons, and... And then I'm going to put it in my scrapbook. Oh, Mom! Now, Ricky, your mother's proud of you. Don't be so modest. Take the drawing out of your pocket and show it to us. Mother! Ricky, you got it all crumpled. Here, let me straighten it out. Mom, you're losing my gumdrop. Golly, look at this, Ozzy. Hey, that's pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he did this all by himself. I never knew you could draw this well, Ricky. Mom. Yes, David? Can I have my milk so I can go out and play? Yes, certainly, dear. Help yourself. You know, Harriet, this bridge shows a real mechanical aptitude. Ricky, uh, how did you happen to draw a bridge? Well, first I drew a fish swimming across a river, but it didn't look so good. So I made the fish longer, and it looked like a bridge. Mom, maybe Ricky will be an engineer when he grows up and build real bridges. Mom? Yes, David? I can't find the cookies. Oh, ask Gloria to give them to you, dear. Ricky, what are these things? That's where the bridge raises up to let the boats go by. And when an airplane wants to get by, it falls down like this. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty darn clever. You know, Harriet, we're liable to have an engineer in the family. Wouldn't that be wonderful? In fact, we're going to start encouraging this talent right away. That's what those tests are for, you know. Oh, of course. Begin putting the emphasis on mathematics, physics, and science. Remind me tonight to get him a subscription to Popular Mechanics. <laughs> and I think maybe Santa Claus ought to bring him one of those erector building sets this Christmas. Well, yes, dear, but that's one of the things you wanted this year. Oh, uh, well, of course, talent <laughs> to consider. Harriet, look at this design here. Do you realize that that's almost a perfect circle? Isn't that clever? What is it? Well, well it's a... Uh, 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 let's see. It, it can't be the support. It's a... Uh, uh, Ricky, what is this circle here? That's where the gumdrop was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ozzy, I think we ought to frame this picture. Then someday when Ricky's a famous engineer, we'll show it to Mom? Yes, David? I can't find Gloria. Oh, maybe she's in the living room. Gloria! Oh, Gloria! Then you call me, Mrs. Nelson. 
Oh, I'll get them. I know... What's that? Oh, it's a drawing Ricky made, Gloria. One third prize in his class at school. Really? Oh, it certainly is a wonderful job. Isn't it, though? Oh, yes. I think the expression around the mouth is perfect. No. <laughs> uh, oh, Gloria, it's a bridge. Yeah, turn around, see? See, that's the river running right underneath there. Oh, isn't that good? Yes, it is. Ricky will probably grow up to be an artist. He'll live in a studio and smoke a pipe and wear a beret and run around a lot and have wild parties every night. <laughs> What's the matter, Gloria? I knew him when he was a little boy and he was so sweet. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to be that kind of an artist. All artists aren't alike. Uh, well, that's right. Anyway, it isn't the drawing itself that's important, Gloria, but rather the thought behind it, which suggests a talent for engineering. Yep. Looks like Ricky's going to be an engineer when he grows up. Uh oh, that doesn't always follow, Mrs. Nelson. Fifteen years ago, when my little nephew was only four years old, he once took his father's watch apart. My goodness. He took every single part out and laid it in a neat circle. And when his father came home, he wasn't angry because he felt that this showed his son was going to be a watchmaker. So, he promised the boy a dollar if he'd put it together again. Imagine a four-year-old boy putting a watch together. And did he turn out to be a watchmaker? Uh, we don't know yet. He's still trying to put his father's watch together. <laughs> well, I'll go get the cookies. Did the whole school take these tests, Ricky? Sure. David's class had watercolor painting. David, how did you... Where is David? Oh. Well, he must have left while we were talking. Well, Ozzy, he didn't wait for the cookies. That's not like David. Do you think... Oh, goodness. Here we were praising Ricky to the skies, and we never even asked David about his drawing. The poor kid probably got a low mark and was too embarrassed to show it to us. Uh, well, of course, we may be just imagining things. Oh, as a matter of fact, he's probably out in the kitchen filling up on cookies. Mm -hmm. oh. Take it easy, dear. We both can't get through the door at once. That's good. We thought David might be here in the kitchen. Has he been in here, Gloria? And he just left. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he just asked me to make him a box lunch for tomorrow, and then he left. A box lunch? That's funny. David always comes home for lunch. Well, that's what I said. But he said he wasn't going to go to school tomorrow. Ozzie, you don't suppose... Well, holy smokes, I don't know. Well, what makes you so sure that David's up here in his room, Harry? I'm not. But shh, shh, he's in there talking to Ricky. Let's go in a little closer. Harriet, you mean you're going to eavesdrop? If anything's wrong with my son, I want to know about it. I certainly don't see any harm. And... Shh, I can't hear them. Downstairs, Harriet. this is terrible. Do you realize what this means? David's planning to run away from home. He's obviously planning to run away right after his bedtime. 
That gives us until 9 o'clock tonight to figure something out. I wish I knew what to do. Why not lock him in his room? Oh, we can't, Ozzie. That would... Did you say that, Ozzie? No. I did. Here I am, up in the tree. Oh, oh, oh hello, Emmy Lou. Hello. I just happened to be sitting here. I wasn't perfectly listening. I'd have told you I was here if I'd known you were going to talk about something personal. I feel terribly embarrassed. But... As long as I already heard, why don't you lock him in his room? No, that wouldn't solve the problem, Emmy Lou. Besides, it's a horrible thing to do to a child. Oh, yeah, I suppose you're right. Why does he want to run away? Well, it's quite a long story. You see, Ricky got third prize in the contest at school. We made quite a fuss over him and didn't even ask David how he made out. Oh, poor David. I know how he hates drawing. He probably got a low mark. That's what we're afraid of. To me, this looks like an obvious case of a child's ego hurt by neglect and the belief that his parents are disappointed in him. Very typical. Where'd you learn all that? From the child psychology books. My mother used to buy them all, and I'd read them to see if I was being brought up properly. <laughs> I remember one chapter... Pardon me, when... Emmy Lou. You know, Harriet, I think our young friend here has given us a wonderful idea. I have? I mean, I have? Well, of course, it's very simple. David thinks we're disappointed in him. Our job now is to build up his self-confidence, build up his ego... Make a big fuss over him. Ozzie, I think that's the answer. Of course it is. Why, by 9 o'clock, he'll forget he ever thought about running away from home. Gee, thanks, Emmy Lou. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Nelson. I'm always glad to help you. In fact, that's why I like you. Huh? Why's that? You're the only adult I know who has to depend on me for advice. <laughs> what I told you. Just follow my lead. Yeah, I will. Well, hello, David. How you feel? Okay. Ah, that's great. What are you doing? Nothing. Just sitting here thinking. He's thinking, Harriet. He's thinking. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> what are you thinking about, David? Oh, nothing special. I was just going upstairs to read my book. Oh. What book are you reading? The one Grandma gave me. Oh, yes. It's that new book. What's it called? Oh, no, Tommy Tiptop and his baseball team. Oh, that sounds nice. You know something? I've tried to read those Tommy Tiptop books. It's a series. Did you ever read one, Harriet? No, I can't say I have. Well, I want to tell you they're pretty hard books to understand. I've heard that from several people. Yes, sir, it takes a very smart fellow to understand those books. I don't suppose you really understand them, do you, David? Sure I do, I guess. Well, how do you like that? Now, Harriet? Yes? I shouldn't say this in front of David, but he's a pretty smart boy to understand those books. Oh, Pop, a baby can understand those books. You don't have to be smart to understand them. I beg to differ. You are too modest. What would you say if I were to tell you that I don't understand them? I'd say you would. I wouldn't say anything, Pop. <laughs> can I go up and read my book now? Uh, well, uh, David, before you go... go upstairs and read your book. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, these cookies are great. They're your favorite kind, aren't they, David? Yes, sir. Your mother baked them especially for you. Go ahead. There's one left on the plate. You take it. No, you take it, Pop. Okay. Uh, Harriet! Harriet! Yes, Ozzy? Those cookies of yours were delicious. Look, the whole heaping plate is all gone. Oh, wonderful. I've got more in the kitchen. I'll bring them out. Isn't that great, David? Your mother's going to bring out some more cookies. And this time you try one, huh? <laughs> Say, David, you know what I did? Uh, while I was out in the yard, I noticed your coaster wagon was broken, so I fixed it. But my wagon isn't broken. That wagon in the yard belongs to Will Thornberry. Ozzie? Yeah? 
in here, Harriet. Who's David? He's up in his room. Ozzy, we've got to do something. Yeah. It's only a few hours till 9 o'clock. I know if we could just keep him interested and occupied until he goes to sleep, he'll have forgotten all about it by tomorrow. Hey, I have an idea. Just before his bedtime, I'll start reading to him. And I'll read to him till he falls asleep. That might be an idea, sir. I'll read him one of those Billy Bushytail stories. He used to be crazy about those. Oh, that was a year ago, dear. He's outgrown them. Harriet, he's just ten years old. Ten-year-old boys eat up those little animal stories. Where is the book? On the night table next to your bed. <laughs> Hope you didn't lose my place. Why don't you reading something more adult, dear? Maybe something with a moral to it, showing how foolish it would be to run away from home. Yeah. I know just the book, too. I think you like this, David. It's Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, one of the finest books ever written. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. There's a certain chapter I want to read to you where Huck Finn runs away from his father. Gee, swell, Pop. That sounds neat. Yeah, I'll find it in just a minute. You'll see that Huck had real reasons for running away. His father was a mean, cruel man. He used to beat Huck all the time with hickory switches. Didn't feed or clothe the boy properly. Wouldn't even let him go to school. Is that being bad? Well, of course. Anyway, finally Huck decided to run away, so he sawed his way out of the cabin, made it look like he'd been kidnapped, see? See if I can find it here in the book. No, yeah. here's the place. It was dark now, so I dropped the canoe down the river under some willows and waited for the moon to rise. I made fast to a willow, then I took a bite to eat and lay down in the canoe to figure out a plan. I had some blankets and a pillow, so it was very restful. See, getting tired, David? Oh, no, Pop. You don't mind if I stretch out on the sofa, do you? It's a little more comfortable. Go right ahead, Pop. Speak some more. I says to myself, they'll soon get tired looking and won't bother about me anymore. I can stop off anywhere I want to. Jackson's Island's good enough for me. I know that island pretty well, and nobody ever comes there. And I can paddle over to town nights and slink around and pick up things I want. Yes, sir... Jackson's Island's the place. <sighs> I was pretty tired. As I lay stretched out by the canoe, I could hear the gentle lapping of the soft river water against the bank. My eyes grew heavy. I yawned a few times. And the first thing I know, I was fast asleep. <sighs> He's on Jackson's Island. Don't worry, dear. Ozzie, wake up, dear. No, he was just... Oh, oh I must have fallen asleep for a minute. A minute? It's almost 10 o'clock and David's gone. He must have left while I was asleep. Oh, call the police. I'll call Mother. We'll get up a searching party. Uh, wait a minute, Harriet. Let's look in his room. He probably left a note telling us where he went. All right, but let's hurry. I'm coming. Come you look for a note, Ozzie. I'll see what clothes he took. Well, that's a, he didn't leave it on his dresser. He didn't Pop? Don't bother us, David. Whistle. Oh, what is it? <laughs> what happened? He, he's all right, Ozzy. He's safe in bed. What's the matter, Mom? Well, we. we uh, Harriet, let me handle this. 
David, something's been bothering you today, hasn't it? Yes, Pop. Was it about the drawing you had to do for the project at school? Yes, Pop. David, David, each of us is good at some things and poor at other things. Nobody should be conceited about being especially good at something. And it's just as foolish to feel bad about being poor at something else. You're our son and we love you. Whether you get the best mark in the class or the poorest, you know that wouldn't make any difference in the way we feel about you, don't you, David? Yes, Pop. Now, does this straighten everything out, son? Yes, Pop. Oh, David. Now, David, you don't have to if you don't want to, but... I think you'd feel better if you let us see the drawing. But, Harvey... Harriet, I just want to show them that no matter how bad the drawing is, it doesn't make the slightest difference to it. Some the chair there, Pop. Okay. Let's take a look. Oh. Well, it isn't so bad, is it, Harriet? No. What mark did you get on it, David? First prize. Well, that doesn't make... <laughs> David, I know we woke you out of a deep sleep. Listen carefully, son. What mark did you get on it? First prize. First prize? But I thought you didn't like drawing. I don't. I didn't try very hard. I just smeared up the paper with watercolors, and the teacher said it was abstract and gave me first prize. (laughs) David, tell me, dear, if you won first prize, why were you ashamed to show it to us? Well, Ricky got third prize for that bridge, and you said you wanted him to be an engineer. Well? And if I got first prize for this, you'd want me to be an artist. And I don't want to be an artist. I want to be an aviator. <laughs> Is that all that's bothering you? David, you don't have to be anything you don't want to be. I don't? Of course not, David. Now, is everything okay? Uh-huh. And you're going to go to school tomorrow? Can I? Can you? Well, of course you can. Then you'll have to talk to the drawing teacher. She's making everybody who won first prize go to the Art Institute. Oh. <laughs> then, then you weren't going to run away from home. Ain't it oh, great, David? Mom? I don't have to be an artist. Pete's <laughs> sake, what's all the fuss about here? Hey, what's going on in here? Oh, we woke up, Rick. Well, that's all right. Let him get up. We're going to celebrate, Harriet. I'll run to the corner and get ice cream. You get the cookies and the dishes. That's a good idea. We'll be right back, boys. Don't go to sleep. We're going to have a party. Hey, say, David. What, Ricky? What's going on around here? I don't know. I'm all mixed up myself. Gee whiz. Pop's so excited and Mom's crying. Nothing to worry about, Ricky. Just the stage they go through. <laughs> We're not worried. I just hope Pop's not so excited he forgets I like strawberries. <laughs> That ice cream was great, wasn't it? Sure was. Sure was. You forgot to get strawberries. I'm sorry, Ricky, but I was so excited I got just chocolate. I like chocolate. David won first prize, and I only won third. Oh, Ricky, that makes no difference. After all, David won first prize accidentally. Well, I sort of won third prize accidentally, too. What do you mean? Well, they gave different prizes to the boys and girls. Yes. There's only four boys in my class, and one of them was absent. (laughs) 
You've been listening to the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. <laughs>